You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session at Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in the mix to bring you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, a mixture of old and new school music from the black diaspora, which includes hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and plenty more as well as news commentary and interviews on the mix and commentary in you got myself dj fusion on the side you got my bro john judah what's going on there judah yes indeed back by peppers at the mind dj fusion john judah rock on yes indeed we love you big shout out to the whole we are wide world and of course all who tuned in we appreciate you we appreciate you and we love you. And we appreciate the fact that you took the time. You know what I'm saying? But nah, nah, because very few real people in this world. And there are real people involved in this broadcast. You know? And believe that, you know, this is the cream of the crop right here. Maybe, I think we're the best, but maybe it's not. But as far as human beings, it don't get no better. You know, most people are dirtbags. Ain't no dirtbags up here. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no dirtbags up here. But so, we love the fact that you want to come and, and, and gravitate towards uh, 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 ascending, um, not bullshit, but we addition to be deceitful energy. We appreciate that. God bless you. And DJ Hughes, what's going on? No doubt, no doubt there, Judah. I'm happy as always to have another week to bring our three-hour block of wonderful goodness of the most known unknown radio show of black radio to the masses and all of that um to hop on what you said love to all of our listeners um who might be tuning in for the first time via our various broadcast affiliates or podcasts we deeply appreciate you to the folks who stuck with us since our um origins since um this upcoming month in the spring of 2012 in april um the show will be 14 years old officially from um, when I first started as a college student over at um, Rutgers University. Shout out to my folks in Central Jersey, New Brunswick, New Jersey, um, North Jersey, and all the mother folks, you know what I mean? And um, it has definitely been a journey um, in terms of just growing up in general, um, how one deals with the music industry, and um, life. Like, life has really had its ups and downs, but this has been a, one of the few things I think was has been pretty stable in my life. And to have be able to have some effect on others perhaps in that way even if it's just that brief break from the everyday um we appreciate um y'all support you know what i mean and um with john judah man bro you have been on rocking with me for about oh my god it's been a while now judah hasn't it it's been at least five six uh, years now uh, uh, might even be seven uh, again so it was a, it's at least been um, five to six years. Might even be seven. It's been longer. It's been longer. Than I think it's been longer. Oh, seven since it's been since I've been. Um, I left. Um, I left the Empire State in oh seven. Mm-hmm. So and we were rocking before then. So it's um it's going on ten years. 
Yes. Man, it's, it's it's been a while. It's been a while, so you know. What's interesting about that is I was in hip hop and DJ before Fusion was. Very and, true. And so I, um, you know, that was the beautiful thing about the union because I was getting involved in something that I should have been. See, the thing is, I hadn't, wasn't even had no desire for radio when I was a kid or in the, or in the 90s. So it ain't about me, what I should have done. I wasn't trying to do that then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was kind of beautiful how God works. God works how he and she would want to do as opposed to necessarily what we think or what the TV think or what makes society think. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that just shows how people work and how good it is. Cause I'm like, I can't even think about how long it's been, but I know it's been long enough where it just feels comfortable and it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, for people who um, don't know, and before I get to the promo spiel and our commentary and the music and all of that, um, both myself and John Judah um, have a f- very good and deep friendship besides this music thing. And um, it's one of those joints I deeply appreciate in my life. You know what I mean? And um, John Judah touched briefly on it, but there are people when they are actual, real, and genuine folks, you need to hold on tight to them. And vice versa, through ups and downs and all of that, and just through your own growth process. Because sometimes some people you outgrow, or some people you might not, not never supposed to have around in the first place. So, yeah, coming up to this um 14 year period, um by the next show we'll be in our official 14th year as a whole. Um, with the existence of Fusebox Radio, it's wonderful. So much love and props to everybody, man. It's appreciated. And um, yeah, let me get into um our brief info for those who are new about how they can check out the Fusebox Radio and see what we're doing. And um, all that good stuff And then um, yeah we got a big old block of commentary Including commentary About how some commentary I got about what we said last week So um, yeah let me get um, right into that um, If you want to check out what's going on with Fusebox Radio broadcast You can always go to our official website FuseboxRadioOnline.com F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E Dot com. You can find um, information on everything on how to submit music to the Fusebox Radio, a brief history, um, different archives, mixtapes, the entire nine. You can go to our official um, blog site, blackradioisback.com. Um, there's a huge overhaul that's going to be happening with the site in 2012. That's why there's a kind of a lack of post up on there besides the radio show and some occasional things here and there. But um, you can check out things that we have going on. Um, on that side, you can check out articles I link to that I write when I write for other websites. Shout out to Ohelnaw, Ohelnawblog.com, and PlanetIll, PlanetIll.com. You know, the folks who have given us love on the um, music writing end of the spectrum and have really um, supported folks and gave us a chance um, through the years. You can <clears throat> see our wonderful broadcast affiliate list um, via blackradiosback.com. Just click on the broadcast affiliates link and you'll see all the wonderful folks who support us and who also have great content beyond us as well so you know if for the websites that have extra writing and stuff and shows and things check those out and for all the wonderful radio stations whether you know with your lpfm low power fm station to your college station to your internet radio station check all them folks out you know what i mean you know with them accepting us for what we are and putting us on um it's a blessing and that's all i can really say about that so much love to all of those great people and if you want to check out the Fusebox Radio On Demand, let's say you missed the episode, you know, maybe you listen to this um, current episode, I'm like, man, I want to see what else they got going on, 
and all of that stuff we do ride the technology wave so you can get the goodness in multiple ways um you can subscribe to the weekly um podcast of each um radio show that we do here weekly through itunes zoom um flycast fm tune in radio stitcher radio <coughs> and plenty of other music rss feeders so you know, search for Fusebox Radio on the web or through um, whichever means you want to get your podcast. And you'll be able to check us out at least two years of archive shows. And on that note, big love to our um, podcast server who's been with us from the very beginning of actually when podcasting was really getting okay. rolling. And um, that's our fine folks over at Podomatic. They've, they've been supporting us from the gate. And um, a lot of jokers was on there. No doubt. I think he had a long item, right? Um, well, um, real brief history on the Fusebox Radio. A brother by the name of DJ Prismatic had put us um on two podcasting back in the early two thousands and whatnot. Um, he used to have an organization called Hip Hop Fundamentals. I wonder what's going on with him right now. But um, anyway, he had put us on two um podcasting. Actually, around the time I think Podomatic was really getting its legs, and uh, we stuck with that server ever since. Um. And this is not a commercial or anything. We ain't getting paid by them or nothing like that. But on some real business, they've given us excellent customer service ever since we've been around. And have been able to maintain and make things happen. So, you know, I guess if you want to get serious about podcasting in any way, check those folks out. You know, big ups to them and whatnot. And um, lastly, big shouts out to the folks over at the National Leukemia and Lymphoma Society with Team and Training. Um, here in the Nash DC area, um, they have what they call the National Capital Area Chapter. About two weeks ago, um, the Fusebox Radio family participated in walking in the Care First um, Half Marathon over at RFK Stadium. All right, all right. Um, I myself personally um, did 13.1 miles, first time ever. Um, we deeply appreciate everybody who donated towards that particular cause. I want to give that organization prop for being a reliable nonprofit organization. That is about helping a lot of people with, you know, cures and stuff for cancer. Because if you've ever dealt with this in your life, cancer is a real deal. It affects everybody. I don't care what your racial status is, economic status, whatever. It's it's a serious, serious disease. And the more that people can get help in terms of both prevention and cures, the better. So, um, prop to, you know, all of those folks, for real. Them very good folks um, around here, very encouraging. I mean, go to teamintraining.org to find out more information about that particular branch of the National Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in your area. They do a lot of walks and um, runs, triathlons, um, cycling, all that t- t- different types of events to help raise money for the organization. So besides, you know, helping out on one particular level, just on the monetary, you can also get in shape, which is pretty cool. Because trust and believe, and John Judah knows this, I wouldn't have been talking about walking those freaking 13.1 miles a year or two ago at all in you know, surviving. I was hobbling back to the fuse box mobile, I can't lie. But it was cool to, uh, you know, make that accomplishment. So I just want to give those folks a really um, big amount of props for that, for encouraging both physical health as well as, you know, mental health and exercise and things of that nature. So, on that note, um, let me see here. On that note, as much about nutrition, learn as much about nutrition as you can so you can avoid the medicine man pharmaceutical man you know the hospital man and a lot of times I just recently got I got people that was you know in and out of the hospital recently or I know people who know people and I'm mm-hmm. 
there's a cancer and death in my life, so I know what that's like being there by somebody's bedside who you love. And one thing I can say about hospitals, just briefly, is that there's a cold vibe in there towards black people. Particularly black men, but black people in general. There's a cold vibe, and if you're not about your business when you're in there, that's, that's why I say nutrition, you have to deal with them bites, them, deal with them devils in there. Because it's cold in there. Now, I'm not talking about phys- the, the physical aspect, but you know, sometimes, you know, you have, you have, you have relatives having to debate and argue with nurses about care. To the people who are in in bed, I feel like told me that last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, it's you know, be you know, this all that's it. She she talks about physical fitness. That was beautiful, and and, and and with the nutrition aspect. But all that really don't mean nothing if if, if there's a spiritual aspect to that because it's, it all functions as a as a pyramid. It's, it's all part of that that mathematics. You know what I'm saying? But. Whatever you are able to do, but definitely, you know, uh, uh, you know, be, 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 learn something about that. That's all. Right? No doubt, no doubt. And you know, I don't necessarily say that lots of my personal life on the radio show, but I do. Um, within the past year, I've had about three, four relatives affected by about three cancers. So, you know, like I said, it's real in the field, and I'm glad John Judy brought up the prevention in. And, you know, just doing what you can. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, you do only have one life to live. So you might as well make it worth something. I'm sorry about that, but matter no problem, Ali was supposed Muhammad Ali was, I said Ali, like almost everybody supposed to know that, and I forgot, not everybody does. Muhammad Ali um, was supposed to have gotten an operation back in the mid-70s. You know, Muhammad Ali was still connected with the nation of with the nation of Islam and you know and the honorable like Muhammad and um he didn't do it and at least still arrived today they was trying to kill that Negro they was trying to kill the God so but I'm just saying that you know you know you, 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 I know I know a brother um, who had got something done and he had they ate up two thousand dollars of insurance for something he didn't even need but that was kind of mm-hmm. on him for not knowing whatever whatever but they they took two grand you know what I'm saying? Just be careful. That's it. That's all. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's all good there, Judah. It's all good. Um, yeah, man. You know, let's let's get right into the news and commentary and and um into the mixes up. But before we do, just to let y'all know, besides um us getting into the commentary in and our mix of old and new school black diaspora tunes and whatnot, we do have brand new segments from our friends over. At the nonprofit media advocacy, uh, excuse me, organization Free Press um, with Media Minutes. We have a brand new segment from our folks over at the Progressive Political Editorial and News Organization, Black Agenda Report with Glenn Ford. Shout out to all the great staff over there. And we have a segment from our folks representing the West Coast, but also as a whole, the Black University Radio Network with. Direct effects with Lamar Blackman. Shouts out to Mr. Blackman and that crew that puts that together each week. And um, they've been giving us a lot of love from the gate. And um, yeah, just props and love for all those folks who are pushing out information and opinions to spark the mind. Because at the end of the day, whatever we say and whatnot is about sparking thought and doing what nobody's saying. You got to like slavishly follow anything that John Judah and I say. But we also can't just. You know, talk about nothing for twenty four seven either. That that's not how it's supposed to go. Um, the best of black radio is supposed to be about a balance, in my personal opinion, of both dope tunes and vibes as well as stuff to think about. But we're gonna get to some editorial in a minute. Sorry, there, Judah. No doubt. 
the people on this show have souls. Not everybody black has a soul. I believe that. Because we 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 piss over each other. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody black has a soul. Just because they dance, rap, or whatever, whatever, that don't mean nothing. That's a that's an aspect that come with you know the, uh, 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 the, the particles of the, of blackness, but but a soul. See, but anyway, I ain't over. But anyway, that's why this radio is the way it is, and the people who gravitate to souls, we you know that's love right there, because you can gravitate to some soulless people on the radio, on modern radio, modern black radio. Negro saying this, that, and the third. Oh, yeah. Here, thank you. Thank you, creator. Um, ageless male. That's the supplement that they talk about on the radio. They got some radio Negroes talking about it. They even got some political Negroes talking about it. Ageless male has nothing to do with black people. They said when they said black men have a, a, a higher rate for their testosterone turn to estrogen. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Black, black people been around for 10 years, up to 6,000 years that they told you about. We don't need to take no pill to, to, cause I, no, no, no. The, 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 the testosterone and hormones are affected by what we are eating, what we are inhaling from these, from these chemicals in this man-made environment. And I just had to, I just had to speak on that cause I heard some radio Negroes say something about it and I heard, um, Al Sharpton say something about it. I'm mm -hmm. like, they duped these Negroes into saying something about that. You know what I'm saying? There's New York, well, there's New York cats who in the streets that talk about that, but I'm just like, yo, that has nothing to do. Ageless male, if you're black, ignore that. Your, your testosterone does not turn into estrogen. You just got, that's why we brought up the, 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 the that's why we brought up the nutrition thing. I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. Mm. Ignore that commercial. I, I, I almost turned it down. I said, that's, that's trying to, that's a subliminal, a subliminal, as if, whatever, whatever. We defined everything in this motherfucker. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I just thought, no, 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 that's because something from the outside is, a, uh, is affecting it. You know, but people who have souls are concerned about things like that. You know, people who have souls ain't pushing crap or pimping. People who have, you know, people who have souls ain't, 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 ain't trying to embezzle millions of dollars from people or go to people's land, take their land, rape their women, and take them as a resource. People who have souls don't do that. But uh, I'm done. <laughs> Man. As as y'all hear, Judah is on today. And we ain't even getting to the commentary yet. The, the die hard commentary, but it's all good, man. That that, that that that's how it's supposed to be. You ain't supposed to be feeling dry, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Let's um yeah, let's let's hop right into some stuff, man. It's it's been a weird week in um black America. Damn sure is. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And um you know, both John Judah and I, for those who may be brand new um listening or, you know, people description or whatever, um, we both represent um, you know, we're both black Americans and whatnot. Uh, um, you know, both of us represent, you know, different parts of the East Coast and um what have you. And um as just to hop right into some stuff, um, you talked about the Trayvon Martin case developments in death last week. And honestly, I almost don't know if karma is just playing games with George Zimmerman right now because some of the stupidest stuff is happening on the planet in regard to some of these media folks who are getting into things and making him look worse because let's face it I don't care what side you're on right now I mean personally I don't see how you cannot see that some type of injustice happened with Trayvon Martin being shot and killed but I'll even overlook that part right now for the sake of 
there was a systematic failure in the justice system more and more things are coming out that the police pretty much did nothing in regards to doing their job right and the one or two people who wanted to do things properly both in the state attorney's office and um one of the detectives over in the um sanford florida police department people were trying to were trying to block and whitewash things make it seem make it seem like nothing happened where i'm like there's a corpse laying out there for whatever reason you're supposed to do some due diligence about why that corpse is out there and um that did not occur now we mentioned briefly last week that george zimmerman is a connected dude which yeah. explains a lot because you know no fit to my latino brother and sister let's face it that was a poor latino dude he would have been in jail just for the sake of covering somebody's back no, or whatever and um his father um is a former magistrate judge and his mom did some legal stuff or whatever yeah. and more information has come out about george zimmerman's record where it's like there are people who would probably love to pin all that stuff on a trayvon martin or any random black dude to be like well this is why they're dangerous this guy has assaulted cops he's assaulted women domestic violence charges he got fired um this came from the new york daily news actually he got fired from a security job for being too aggressive how the hell can he be too aggressive for a security guard job well they're like look you too crazy for us to deal with you know what i'm saying so on those levels that stuff's bugged out has come out more and more um, there are people who, because President um, Barack Obama was asked a question about it, he was like, "Well, Trayvon Martin would, would, you know, look like me. He looked like my son." Apparently, they don't know how a black dude looks in the mirror and sees another black dude, because all of a sudden that meant the president made it racial. The president didn't make it racial; it was racial from the gate. And you know, y'all can't be mad because a brown dude knows that they will produce a brown boy. Right. That that to me was utterly stupid and ridiculous. So. You know, George Zimmerman's father and some of these other politicians got a big fail for trying to, you know, go ahead and hop on that. There's also information from the funeral director that Trayvon Martin's body showed no signs of any kind of struggle. Um, when it arrived at um, a Miami funeral home, there were, you know, it was clear of cuts, bru- bruises, and scrapes that would show a sign of a fight that would, um, you know, probably had to be covered up for, you know, open casket funeral. And whatnot. So that makes more and more things already extra suspicious. On top of the fact that there's police video that leaked of George Zimmerman being, I guess, um, what they do that that um, that check in or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there were talks about, well, you know, this man had his head busted and a broken nose and all that, which still wouldn't justify shooting somebody. You lost a fight, you know. Don't be a punk and shoot somebody, or whatever. Your life ain't in that much danger. But this man looks fresh and clean. Like, even if somebody, like, you know, did the alcohol thing and bandaged and patted you down, you would still have scars or scraping. Right. Especially with a broken nose. I mean, more and more, this is just making that police department and everybody else that's a hole over there look like a mess. I mean, if I was George Zimmerman, I'd be mad. Just for the sake of, man, y'all not doing your job ain't even helping me cover up or get my proper due for justice. Remember in that election uh, a couple years back, the, uh, Florida having that situation in the polls down there or in the uh, ballot boxes and um there was a, i think it was either maybe the carry bush year or the, you know and there was you remember that confusion yeah 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 i was in college around that time mm-hmm. yeah but there, there's an, there, 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 the, the political infrastructure in, in florida everybody black i know um uh, 
we had some souls been down there. They didn't really like it. And, um, but the political infrastructure there is very corrupt. And this is just a shining example that they don't want black people there. So, detaining them would be the godlike thing to do. So, if they're not doing that, what are they doing? And that's the nature of the political situation in Florida. And I, and I never, no disrespect to the Chester River, but I never had any desire there. And I'm glad that that desire coincided with the fact that I know that's a corrupt situation as an adult now. But unfortunately, they, 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 you know, it, even if they do get this dude, it's still corruption because it took them so long. No doubt. I mean, it's been over a month since um, we've reported about it. No doubt. And um, now it's getting a big noise, which. You know, we harp on it over and over again as fellow independent media people, but if it didn't get spread in that way, a lot of people wouldn't have known about it, but local folks in that arena. So, I don't know what to tell you. Also, I wanted to bring this one particular point up before we um, move to a few other stories. I want to know who this black friend for hire, Joe Oliver, is. He is supposed to be a quote-unquote friend of George Zimmerman, but he's even know next to nothing about him. But he's doing all these TV rounds and whatnot. And this dude, hmm, is that, that, is that that black dude? Yeah, mm-hmm. That, that's the, that's what I mean by somebody that doesn't have a soul. You won't even know, and you're taking this dude's side. Maybe they, maybe they're homosexual lovers. Who knows? Look, I, I, I don't know. All I know is that it just seems mighty funny. And this dude is on here and he's saying stuff that even Fox News people haven't said. We know how Fox News is and whatnot. Well, he's talking about, well, you know, last I knew, well, wait a second. He, he could have been saying, you know, effing coons on tape. He was saying effing goons. And I, and I heard that, you know, people use that as a term of affection. I've never heard the term goon used as a term of affection, for one. And secondly, that kind of flies out the window when you're fighting somebody and then you shoot them. Secondly, all of a sudden he's backtracking on another show talking about, well, you know, even if he said coon ass, um, it, it ain't an insult, you know, some 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 areas, you know, it's all right to say that. What the hell type of area in the United States is cool to call somebody a coon ass and not get hit in the face? <laughs> Let me know because I don't want to be down there. I can dig it. You know what I'm saying? I know there's some turn people, you know, might use amongst they, they folks every once in a while, but that's people you're very comfortable around. You know what I'm saying? And that type of situation ain't a comfortable situation. And to see this dude saying this mess on TV and I'm getting, you know, net clips and all other types of stuff. It's like, yo, son, you know, even if they wanted to hire you at the black friend for hire, because apparently all of a sudden when cases like this happen or, you know, somebody says something stupid racially or whatever. I got black friends. I, I can't be racist. They got this dude from the bargain bin. Because he's a dumbass. Straight up and down. There's, there's nothing else I can say. It's like, dude, you know, I, I hope you got more paid than your car payment because everybody looks at you like this is a sellout as mofo right here. And he's an idiot. And it made me think about Sinead O'Connor. Big up Sinead O'Connor for oh, no doubt. I only brought her up at least at this moment for this. She is one of the few white people on this planet that has a soul. That black man does not. So it ain't just because he black, he got so look at what she she representing that God consciousness. That black dude is not representing that. He sounds like uh, he's trying to make it right for his lover. You know what I'm saying? And and saying the stuff that something he's saying. But anyway, I don't know. 
Well, you know, that, Sinead O'Connor is a good transition because um, we actually end up getting that joint um, right after we did the broadcast. I literally got that sent over to me. Sinead O'Connor, um, singer, um, songwriter, all that. I always thought she was cool, had the talent. You know, she was very ballsy back in the day talking about uh, abuse and things of kids and stuff in the Catholic Church. And, you know, for people who aren't of a particular age range, I personally am in my early, early 30s and whatnot. She had a performance back around the early 90s on Saturday Night Live where, you know, she sang a song. She tore a picture of the current Pope up there. And a lot of folks gave her a whole bunch of business. But as we've seen in the past decade or two, stuff came out that she was talking about. And um, it was the real deal. But on another note, um, she has a personal blog. And she put out an open letter talking about the Trayvon Martin situation. And she basically just broke down that it was a travesty, what was happening. You know, she's seeing that all the way from Ireland. And, um, you know, if you ever think about the, the legal and political system here. But she also said something that a lot of people don't admit or say. She brought up the fact that scientifically, everybody comes from black people. Right. And she was like, for anybody to be on some racial hatred of black people was hating themselves this is like in the first paragraph or two of her joint like i mean i'm like holy crap you got black folks who don't say that you know what i'm saying that's right. so that's that alone i was like that's cool but you know she was really getting to a whole bunch of including like you know the need for soul in the music and you know when things occur and don't occur there needs to be a balance of music including music that has a message she was bringing up cats like curtis mayfield and all of that um search for the letter it's a very good very well concise not talking down to people or preachy type of deal but you can tell there was real emotion and stuff behind it and i mean there's rappers who live in florida who haven't said nothing about what happened with trayvon martin case yet nothing i mean i get said a lot of stuff about that you got some of the cats who are mainstream rappers from florida who have been dead silent not even a comment and it's one of those things that just makes you you know for people who might be like well y'all making this racist like it's a justice thing if somebody from way somewhere else can look at it as a basic human justice thing why can't other folks do so as well so you know bigger than Sinead O'Connor man for real for real like she she always had that rebel thing with her and to be on that level like I said to be very intelligent with how she broke everything down and um said stuff and just bring it up on almost a humanitarian level you know scientific or religious that it's dumb to be hating other human beings that's a beautiful thing and to break out of stereotypes yeah definitely and i and i just want to give her a big up again i thought that was beautiful and um um that's what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying that's god consciousness not about whooping and hollering and in, 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 in no church or some Josh Slick nigga who ain't even write his damn self. Or, or, or some Slick Iman. Or some Slick Rabbi. Or some Slick ass on the low homo priest. Won't you have that? that if, 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 if it's dead in you, I don't, I'm not, then this, that's kind of too long to talk about. But see, see, you know what I'm saying? She got that. She's superior to them because of what's inside. Not that. But what's closer to the window to the mirror? That's not you. It's what's inside of you is with you. Not what you see in the mirror. People spend all this money, they go through hell and high water about what they see in the mirror. That ain't even them. But then again, there's some people who don't have souls, so that's more them. Because people who have souls, their outward flesh is just a, just a case. Because the energy inside is really what makes up that essence, that thing that is still having that God in it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like a sparkle. It's like a sparkle, it's like a, 
it's like a sparkle thing. Well, some people just don't even have that. So, but for those who do, cherish that. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, and, and, and 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 don't let it die out. You know, because some people have it and die out. Some people were born without it. That's why some people be like blessing. Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got these things. I got things. But the blessing is is really from within. Like God is within those. You know, who, 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 like Shanae Okan, God is within. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. She said something. She said some preachers are scared to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That some imams are scared to say. Yeah, you know the people as a whole are scared to say. It's people in general. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, big up, big up. And then, oh yeah, I want to say this briefly. That's one thing I loved about my childhood. Thank God for good. I, I, I had a great childhood coming up in Jersey. That was great. One thing though, I remember coming up is it was men. I remember when I was when I was going to church in Brooklyn or Jersey or or, 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 or chilling with cats in Queens or East Orange or whatever. I remember men when I was a kid. You don't see that much. You don't see that as much now. You have grown males. You don't see as many men no more. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that example of and, 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 like for example, the moment the first protest for the Trayvon was in New York. Not even in Florida. I'm not, they, they did make it happen in Florida, but the first one was in New York. These are some Negroes that weren't even connected to them, but they had souls and they wanted to take it to the street. But that's all I want to say about that. Alrighty, no doubt, no doubt. And lastly, on the Trayvon Martin case, I think this case, which I had to get on because it, it was kind of a weird week in the Fusebox Radio um, email box and Twitter and whatnot after our last week's show dropped. Look here. People talk about the Trayvon Martin case, A, because it's topical, and B, there is a bigger picture. You know, talking about the Trayvon Martin case does not mean you do not care about black-on-black crime, because that definitely does happen, that definitely needs to cease. ASAP. But the Trayvon Martin case is just a long line of situations where institutional racism has reared its ugly head. And did not give people justice in a proper time frame. To a degree, we gotta look at this that this case might not have never came into play maybe a few years back if it wasn't for the current modes and means of communication that we have right now to spread news and information. So just because people talk about one thing, don't get it twisted, don't get it messed up. It does not mean that other things are not important. It does not mean other black life is not important. This is something that I think is bringing to light a lot of issues that the United States needs to go ahead and recognize. Period. I mean, for the fact that anybody's body could be just thought of as unimportant because of race or class situations. Because let's face it, this happens to poor people all the time too, no matter what their background is. You know, heaven forbid a homeless person dies and they can't find an easy connection, that they, they call him a Jane or a John Doe. That ain't right. So, you know, people are trying to get on the pseudo, um, you know, self-righteous high horse can completely kiss my ass, as far as I'm concerned. And secondly, you do not dictate what happens on my show. Both myself and John Judah own this show 100%. So, you know, you, you can do that, oh, this race talk is upsetting me thing to somebody else. It ain't happening here. All right. <laughs> It's not happening here. Last, last, last I knew there was no there was no stock options from you know some of y'all people making random complaints. 
they ain't no money from y'all making no random complaints. And even then, you know, Jaju and I ain't hoes, so don't get that twisted. They were raised in households where they were trying to, you know, only black people that came around were black people who kissed the parents' ass. So there's only a certain type of cat that they're used to, to whatever. And they wasn't talking about this, meaning they didn't have, or they didn't have that vibration in them, meaning they didn't have a soul. You know what I'm saying? So they, they only, even like my, um, Fusion, you were saying earlier, some, or uh, one of my other people were saying earlier that um, some people, when you are self-confident, that's a, that's a diss to them. Not that you, like, whatever, like, you talk down to them or, or treat them bad, but you having that energy to them is an offense to certain people. You don't kiss my ass enough. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, whatever, and, you know, and... As I got know, I've just seen the devils. I remember my brother told me years ago, some of the most immature people are grown from. I remember my brother told me that I was a child still. And that's, that's very correct. You know, and I don't even know if I want to say immature because sometimes a child is more righteous and a child is almost able to pick up energies uh, because of uh, the blood not being tampered through sex and before puberty, it, the, the, the blood of the child is a little bit more pure so they can pick up things different. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, nah, it's all beautiful though. We're going to make it happen and keep it going. Alright? No doubt, no doubt. And just as a last quick note, um, I understand the power of symbolism with you know bringing things home to people and while there have been folks from representative bobby rush to others you know putting on the hoodies and you know talking and you know all the other type of stuff that's cool but and maybe there's an irrational fear of mine but please don't get stuck just within that you know what i'm saying we have to look at the bigger picture from trayvon martin's case actually getting some form of justice to the talk that this country has not had in general which is about how race and class affects how people deal with each other and relate with each other nobody should feel that their life is lesser than another person's life because of the amount of melanin that's in them or their genetic makeup and whatnot so you know this part is cool i think that's cool to represent in that way and whatnot but please let's represent in other ways and we're in election year here and whatever you know political affiliation that you have look at who you're voting for because these people are the ones who make these crazy laws like stand your own ground and whatnot because they're supposed to work for you they ain't supposed to you know be on the corporate dole 24 7 and whatnot so we we gotta look at a lot of ways to you know make that daily difference as well as that bigger picture difference so i just want to say that real quick because we've been on this for a while but like i said this the updates of this case have been so crazy we we had to mention it. it it would be improper to not do that during our um commentary time and speaking of how folks want to look at black people oh, jesus this was a story i thought was just so damn stupid when it landed on my desk but i had to mention it because it just shows how messed up people's mentalities are um there is a movie out now called um the hunger games um i know it was number one at the box office here in the states made a whole mess of money um kind of a dystopian um young um adult um based off a dystopian young adult book series and whatnot of the sci-fi nature supposed to be good to me to me, to me, to me i didn't see it but to me it looked like a schwarzenegger yasser koto movie from the 80s called the running man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah and that's what it looked like. It's like a takeoff pack, you know what I'm saying? You know, and you know, I'ma say something and I don't wanna say nobody wanna say this. But most men, at least the dudes that I know, they're not in a rush to see a movie that's an actiony movie where the woman is the lead. 
You know what I'm saying? In the sense of not that it, it, not that a woman can be a leader of a movie. That's not it. But in an actiony movie, I haven't seen it because you know an action movie. There's got to be some men in there. You know, got to be some dudes in there that the men can model themselves after. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might you might see movies nowadays with women kicking butt, and that that's cool. But you know, that's more women type movies because you know uh, you know you know you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm attracted to tough broads, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. But it, it, I don't know. To me, it looked like a, a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know, you know, you know, there was some, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Judah has now officially promoted Running Man, which is actually a good movie. I've, I've seen that way back when. But um, it, it, like the story does have those particular elements, you know what I'm saying? Like people had to fight for the richer people and for various reasons and what have you. Anyway, one of the stories that is so bugged out that came out from this is that um, there are some prominent um, actors and roles of uh, of color in this movie. Like Lenny Kravitz is in it, and some of the main characters are um, you know, people of color of um, black descent, Latino descent, etc. Now. We're in the internet age where a lot of people will sometimes hide behind a message board under a pseudonym and they'll make crazy comments or via Twitter or Facebook or whatever. One blog collected all of these tweets talking about Hunger Games and they had these ignorant, ignorant tweets from people talking about, well, I didn't think so-and-so was black. That made me less mad when they got killed or, you know. That made me upset to, to, to see them as a person of color and whatever, whatever. It's like, are you crazy? I mean, I'm saying it in a nice way. Because, you know, of course, there was um, racial epithets and invectives I don't want to get into here and what have you. And partially to me, that's Hollywood's fault. Because you just never see a diverse cast the majority of the time. But then also partially, I'm like, from clips from the books I've been sent or whatever, these people don't know how to read. Some of these characters they're whining and going crazy about are distinctly talked about as being dark-skinned or black. So, in other words, black people ain't supposed to exist in the future? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People of color ain't supposed to exist in any way possible or at least in any major way. That's mad stupid. But, unfortunately, it is not a surprise that this stuff has gone down as one of my people from college put down on the Infusebox radio facebook page um they were like well i'm glad that stuff like this exists almost because the people who smile on my face i know what they're actually thinking and one that they still digging inward while they while you know you walk by and of course some of these people once their comments got put up because for people who are or are not familiar with twitter you know you'll have your um, pseudonym or name or whatever in, in the picture These folks of course were punks Once everything got publicized And um, they shut down their accounts And when I am like You can't even stick by your Ignorant prejudice or racism Besides the fact again You have no reading comprehension When somebody is described as being a black character And you're like I, I ain't see them as black Even when they say they black <laughs> Okay whatever <laughs> But that as a whole goes towards like mental whitewashing and how people, whether subliminally or not, get used to just downing or putting on a lower standard people of color or women or folks who are quote unquote the minority in the country. But I thought that was just very bugged out with the Hunger Games situation. I mean, you know, this is a big mass um, phenomenon that's going on. Folks should just just be chilling, but that, that obviously was too much for heads. But I don't know. 
there's an excellent um the, real quickly there's an excellent article on um the website Jezebel Jezebel.com um titled I see white people Hunger Games a brief history of cultural whitewashing that really goes into this as well as just other stuff in general about how um the Hollywood system and other things have put in people's minds that somehow um everybody else is inferior the only important people in a movie are white folks that's written by a white lady and they go into history and other types of stuff and um it's an awesome article so that amongst other things reported to me about that story so i wanted to um bring that up as well you know Pe- people got to get over this this nonsense you know everybody talks this game about wanting to see people on the equal basis just based off of who they are but if something that simple gets people all riled up we, we obviously ain't there that's before even you know, getting into a trade by Martin case. That's an example of a person that that might be saying something that sounds similar to us, but they don't. But they're not necessarily they're not of us. You know what I'm saying? So you know, just because they're saying like things racially, don't mean they understand what they're saying, or or or, or, or they they have a really concern in their heart about certain things changing. No right? doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And um, let's bring through a few random stories that are a little more on the up and up. I know last week was just one of those weeks we just had to get we just had to get into it. Um, but before I get into uh, one or two, I guess more uplift type of stories, um, we got to give um, prayers to the family and the man of Bobby Bobby Womack. He's just been um, diagnosed with colon cancer. Um, close friend Bucci Collins had um, confirmed this um, a little while ago. Um, <laughs> excuse me, and you know Bobby Womack, classic, classic singer, and um, whatnot of soul. You you sit back and get into a whole bunch of his music, especially from around the period of the sixties and seventies. And um, he currently is in the hospital, but they say he's um in pretty decent condition, so that's good. And the brother also has a new album coming out um June eleventh. Um, on the same label that put out Gil Scott Heron's last album, um, X Love Recording. Shout out to those folks over at the UK because they've been on a roll releasing a lot of great music albums in general. And one, and they actually found out about um, Womack's colon cancer when um, he had initially got hospitalized for pneumonia. So hopefully they they are able to catch it early, and um, he'll be okay. But um, I definitely wanted to mention that, and you know, it is on the good news, and there will be new music from him, and you know. Hopefully things will be all right. You know what I mean. First album of original material in eighteen years. Oh wow! And you know, ex- mm, go ahead. Colon cancer, cancer is related to nutrition. I knew I knew somebody personally that died from that, and they weren't they didn't eat good all their life. So that's that's a nutrition thing. That's all I want to say. Oh yeah, what's funny about Robbie Womack? It's funny how music makes you think about times and places. That's the thing that's beautiful about that. And one thing I love about music that I've already heard before. I remember Bobby Womack made a song called I Wish You Didn't Trust Me So Much. Hmm. And I remember, I remember like years after that came out, one of my boys, he said, you remember that song? One of my boys said that to me. You remember that song? I said, yeah, man. He said, yeah, man, I want you to remember that. You know, he said, he said, he said, yeah. You know, in other words, what he was saying was, you know, I think you trust me too much, bro. And I just, when you brought up Bobby Womack, I remember a dude said that to me. But yeah, man, you know, you know, because in other words, he brought up the song to try to make it seem or whatever, you know. It was interesting. Bobby Womack had some good, they had some good music or whatever. Uh, big up mm-hmm. him and, um, and his family or whatever. 
No doubt, no doubt. For my hip-hop heads, um, in case you're not familiar with Bobby Womack, you've heard a lot of samples from one of the great soundtracks he was a part of across 110th Street. No doubt, we played that on the show. You know, we played that and, you know, everybody from Jay-Z to other heads have sampled, you know, joints from there. Um, for people who are more into the old-school R&B, um, joints like I'm Looking for a Love are his, if I remember properly. Um, I know he played guitar. Um, I think I one of a Reaper Franklin song. I'm trying to remember which respect or chain of fools. And um, a lot of his stuff that he had wrote back in the day has been covered by a lot of great people. <clears throat> so including George Benson, um, New Birth, and other folks. So you know, check out some of his stuff. See what's good. And um, you know, definitely uh, time to give popular respect to so him for that man. And hope that um, things go well. We got to respect our legends while they're still here. We got to respect anybody who's dope music wise, but it's still here. But especially these legends who founded the foundation for what we have going on right now um creatively and economically um let me see here um good news we reported about this story a few months back um there is a woman in detroit 101 lady who's 101 years old older black lady she had ended up accidentally getting evicted from her home by some paperwork mistakes with hud and through um, the Detroit Free Press and some other folks, they ended up buying her house back and getting it redone. So she's going to be able to move back in right. to her house. Um, a lady by the name of Texana Hollis had been evicted um, from again, the house that was accidentally foreclosed by HUD and um, some other people. She had lived in that house for 60 years. And um, through some good work, you know, people got stuff together. You know, sometimes it's nice to hear those good news stories. She's one of those folks who's like, yo, you know, all I want to do is be in my home. Whenever I pass away, I pass away. But this is where I've always been and whatnot. And it just goes to show you that sacks of shit that work at these places and at places of jobs that they go there and they collect the check, but they're not doing their job. So. No <laughs> doubt. Folks getting evicted. Somebody wasn't doing their gig. They wasn't on their jail. That's unfortunate. But we all know weirdos on the job, though. So. No doubt. So it's nice to actually hear that something on the uplift on that end came through. Had her talk about when she gets back home, she's going to bake cookies for everybody who helped her out <laughs> on Wednesday. And I remember back when this first happened, they had her on video. Real, real sharp lady. You know, mind and everything still, still tightened together. So, you know, God bless her and everybody who, you know, had in their heart do something. It was able to do something. And on a weird Hollywood end, I'm just going to get into like about maybe two more stories because we've been talking for a minute. Um, I don't know how many people remember the movie Twins back in the day. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, kind of a corny comedy type of deal. Um, They're talking about making a sequel to that called Triplets, which is already enough for me because I'm like, come on, Hollywood. Y'all are just, I don't know. Ain't no fresh scripts around today. But dig this. Guess who the um, triplet is supposed to be? Who? Oh. Eddie Murphy. Really? Yeah, man. They said they all already agreed to do the movie, so they're trying to get a writer and director for this. I'm a little scared, yeah. personally, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. DeVito and Eddie Murphy together? Now, without Schwarzenegger, DeVito and Eddie Murphy would be good, but with Schwarzenegger there... Nah, I think it's going to be, it might not be like coming to America great, but it'll be good. I, I definitely want to see, you know, Eddie and DeVito going back and forth, you know what I'm saying? That'll be, that'll, and that'll be very interesting. I'll, I'll pay to see that in the movie theater. Word yeah. up. 
Man, it, it, it's gonna have to be a hell of a script because it's one of those movies that's gonna either be dope or it's going to be a disaster. And my personal opinion, the first twins was at most okay. It wasn't a horrible movie, but it was okay. But I mean, like you said, they got folks there who are on top of their game with their comedy. So if they get something right, could be dope. But it makes me nervous personally. But hey, people get a chance to work, and honestly, whatever can give us a little bit of hope, something that could be okay. I'm all for it. I mean, Schwarzenegger was in some great movies. Zito was in some great projects. Ed was in some stellar projects. That just, that just one plus one equals, you know, that just, that's addition to me. I just see that, that energy being something special. And I uh, hope the best for them. I definitely hope the best for them with the Spike Lee and um, Eddie Murphy doing the... Uh, the Man Barry joint. Man Barry joint. That, that, that should be something special. You know what I'm saying? That should be something special right there. You know. All right. No. no doubt, no doubt. And lastly, a little bit of interesting information that dropped into the um, box um, through um, DJ Static Selectors um, radio show. Um, Beanie Siegel and Scarface have said they're doing a hip hop collaboration album. Really? And are recording it right now. So, you know, Philly, Texas connection, you know, up north, down south, um, intelligent street biz, and all of that. Um, personally, my only worry would be production Because both of those brothers can spit And they can write some verses So, I mean, if we get some good production And they actually have a good studio vibe It could be awesome It could be awesome And I personally hope that it is I mean, as a hip-hop fan You know, sometimes we kind of get burned sometimes When we hear these nice on paper But doesn't sound so great on CD type of deals Or wax or whatever your format of choice is But I'm I have a little bit of optimism towards this. At the very least, I can't I can't see it being boring. Because sometimes these joints is boring. I don't see those two brothers being boring. Even on their worst projects, you're not like, wow, I'm ready to go to sleep when I'm ready oh, to listen hey, to them. Hey, and they both put out classics. Scarface is the best that the South could produce. I think everybody knows that, but maybe everybody doesn't want to say that. Mm-hmm. Face, is, face is still the man to me. I mean, Space is the man beyond it being a Southern thing. You know what I'm saying? But Space is the man and truly the best in the, in the most soulful that's come out of the South. You know, maybe, well, I just see it like that. Everybody else is good, but Space is, Space is, after the fact, Space, space is still the man. Yeah. I'll put it like that. And I think that collaboration will be good. I'll put it like this. Scarface is the diary still rocks for me today. I still own a cassette. Of the diary okay. When um, he went solo um, And we're talking about high school time For me And um, like you said That brother can spit and it, you know, it, it, I guess my thing is it's, it's intelligent street edged music Not like this stuff where half the time it's like chocolate scarface And it still sounds boring as hell mm-hmm. Where I can literally predict We're going to say wow you're dealing a bag of white Whoop de doo Oh there's a hoe in the club Yawn <laughs> you know what I'm saying where it's like, yes, all that type of stuff exists, but the cats who are best at it were multifaceted with it. And Scarface is definitely one of those dudes, you know, when you talk about a Scarface, um, a Big, or any of the other guys, they, they were more than just talking about, this is dry and boring. And uh, Beanie Siegel was one of the cats to me who was one of the most slept on during the classic Rockefeller era, which we're talking about the mid to late 90s. And um, whatnot. He actually had put out an album through Dame Dash Music Group when Rockefeller first broke up. Uh, my mind's going blank on the actual title, 
But I think that was some of the best work that he did and whatnot. Like he had a joke with Redman. Um, I think it was like One Shot Deal. What's the song? Like I'm searching for it on YouTube or whatever else. Um, crazy. Freaking crazy and whatnot. And while he's gone through some ups and downs, I think this is a good move for him. So, you know, producers, please don't give them no garbage. Give those cats some heat. They can put a pen together and maybe we can stop dealing with some of this nonsense on mainstream radio where, you know, I'd rather watch Cocaine Cowboys over and over again than hear somebody fake like they've been on a Cocaine Cowboy. You know what I'm saying? No, no. And go from there. So, on that note, mm-hmm. go ahead. Hmm? Yeah, that's cool. I just say hip hop needs something. It does. And I mean, if that's, you know, I think there's always those albums that give other artists that little bit of extra infusion like when they get the, in the good competition so it's a creative competition I don't think that's really existing right now on the mainstream radio end and hopefully those cats well on the creative end period but much less push the cats on that end to be like look you can't be slacking no more you gotta get stuff done so I hope those brothers get that part done besides me just wanna have something new to bump on you know buy some vinyl of and some mp3s you know I mean, cause to me, it ain't about where people are from and people who think that this, this station is anti a certain region are don't know what they're talking about. It's a certain energy that came when hip-hop in the early days, and that energy's not here no more. Not necessarily where they're from or what they're talking about, but that energy. It's been gone for quite some time, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and um, hopefully that um, these, some of these new projects will, um, will have, um, start to bring that back. No, no doubt, no doubt. You know, those brothers still sound like they have the love for for the craft. Some cats, some cats will still sound alright, but they on autopilot, and that to me is almost worse than just sucking. Cause it's like you're holding back. It's like some cats that they they make a whole lot of money and they get a business and they stop doing hip hop records, meaning that they weren't really about that in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? They weren't about that in the beginning, but you know that's how it is. Yeah, very true. Or all of a sudden, everybody wants to be a singer and you can't sing. Auto-tune don't make you a singer. And if you don't got a good producer, you're not going to sound only all that good. Even somebody, like, let's real quick on this. Even somebody who, like, let's say a Kanye West when he did 808s and Heartbreak. The only reason he even sounded remotely decent singing is because he's a producer. So he was able to get it mixed down to sound a certain way and not sound like, you know, a complete jackass. Totally. And to be too cool. Was, if you're doing the track, you did the track that he's doing vocals. I mean, everybody that that does vocals or who does who does, you know, I mean, that's perfect. So it, it was going to sound decent on the track that he made. You know what I'm saying? So no, no doubt. doubt. So you know, heads got to look at that. So you know, some good spittings that heads can nod to. I hope they get good distro and everything too, or get or get some good PR people they self distro. Because as people know, we're not against that either in any way, shape, or form. Make that money. But don't expect me to pay money for garbage. <laughs> you know, that's that. It, it ain't that type of party. And that's what it is. But yeah, man, we've been talking for a bit. But it's cool. You know, the emotions are up this week. We had a lot to talk about. And um, it's about that time to get into the, well, I guess the second third of the show right now. With the syndicated Fusebox radio broadcast, DJ Fusion, John Judah. No payola, no BS, no nonsense, just pure unadulterated joy with the tunes and some hopefully good talk from our end with the views and stuff so we about to get into it all right much love to our listening audience we about to get it in yes indeed uh word is word to know more we about to do this show all right all right peace
Good afternoon. Yeah, I've got uh, three problems in my mm-hmm. class. The first one is a Dinko D. He's always yeah, right. zoning out, spacing. Put him in detention. Don't ring the bell, I'm not coming to class. Teachers being preachers, how the hell can I pass? First day of school and I was told to the rear. With a blind spot, you and a one-leg chip. I asked when, what, when, what, when class ends. The teacher points at the door, go be with your friends. Yep, my rep was in a prep to keep a step. So I stopped the drop bomb for a check. Cause all I learned was when, where, why, what, and who. And then I asked, do you think this is true? Out like a strike, that's three in a number. Public education is making some dumber. Further and further away, going and out of sight. In a year, the young teacher should teach right. Go class for a future without a pass with gun. Back in the past, but now for 91. Meaty waving pom poms to cheer. Screaming for the team who acts, where do we go from here? Second problem is a C Brown. Yeah, right. He's always playing kazoos, making uh-huh. outrageous noises, right. ad libs. What should I do with him? Yo, put him in detention too. Wow, put out brown cow. Make the girls go ooh ah ooh ah. School is shaky, some cops flaky. 20 frustrating, cheesy and cakey. Why, why, why? I was never on time, always cutting, going to the gym. Stim and then I give it's him, the one, the one. C Brown, dressing up curriculum, beating them down. Ask the teachers to teach me something I can use because they're teaching me nothing. I tried to comply, his lie never dies inside. So I replied, what about life, the real? Uncut, uncensored deal. I must not go in class. I will pass at last for the blast. Stop the brainwash, hang out to dry. Nonsense, I'm convinced it's lies. Truth to the youth is necessary. Important? Damn, I take very much. Depend on the school for help. Read and write, cause it's evidence. Cause teachers, yo, they be teaching us nonsense. The last but not least, it's a buster rhyme. Yeah, I know what you want to do. He's always about. talking to the girls, talking in class, starting trouble, yeah, those a hardcore problem. Uh, yo, detention. Wake up in the morning with the big fat. Wow! Gotta get to school with how many? Wow! In school, the brainwash epidemic. Gotta hit him back with the wild calisthenic. Got enough beef with the kids who be switching. Now I'm in school, and yo, the teacher starts ripping. This is that. And yo, it's all irrelevant. As I get older, gotta build my own intelligence. Teacher, what are you doing? Is it my vibes that you're really trying to ruin? Back of the class, yet I come for the borderline between us. Teach on the court. Me being the younger, him the elder. If we were in the war, he thinks I surrender. Kids on the block just scrambling. Turn the teachers in class just babbling. The teacher nonsense, teacher total nonsense. Then they wonder why we so disobedient. Oh, he tried to break my back. Oh, I come back on the attack. Now listening to 
Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. you 
heard this all before Fear's coming straight from the heart I wanna show you side of me never seen I'm not afraid to be myself with you
Yo, check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. Zimmerman was so vicious, he made sure the second shot hit him, no survivor, no witness. Trayvon never gave his cousins his skittles, Mr. All-Star Game, didn't see another dribble. And George Zimmerman wasn't even arrested, the message is only white life is protected in America. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Imam Jamil El Amin has been on the right side, really the left side of history, for a long time. 
As a college student in the early 60s, he joined and eventually led SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, the core of fearless young people who risked their lives organizing freedom schools, cooperatives, and registering voters in the violent, clan-infested rural South. Summoned to a White House meeting with President Johnson at the age of 21, he fearlessly demanded federal action to ensure the safety of SNCC workers and of ordinary African Americans when the older, big-time civil rights leaders present were too busy being just grateful for a chance to meet with the president at all. As a SNCC leader in rural Alabama, he helped lay the foundation for what black political power currently exists in the Deep South today. Targeted by COINTELPRO and the FBI for its advocacy of black political and economic power, self-defense, and the eradication of drugs, he was arrested dozens of times. Congress even passed a law with his name on it, specifically intended to lock him up. While serving a five-year prison sentence in New York, he converted to Islam, and upon his release, Jamil El Amin moved to Atlanta in 1976. In the same spirit that guided his earlier political and human rights work, he set about organizing and community building in Atlanta's West End. He studied languages and traveled to the West Indies in the Middle East, to India, Pakistan, and Africa. He taught, learned, and led by example, becoming Imam Jamil El Amin, an internationally acknowledged leader among U.S. Muslims. Along the way, he started several small businesses, including a grocery store, and helped organize youth sports, anti-drug, and anti-violence campaigns. But once you earn the FBI's attention, you don't lose it. Surveillance and harassment of Alamin continued for the next quarter century. When a West End drug dealer was shot in 1995, Atlanta police arrested him, despite a great deal of evidence pointing in other directions, and had to release him only when another man confessed to the crime. In March 2000, two Fulton County deputies were shot in front of Imam Jamil El Amin's home. The apparent shooter, one Otis Jackson, fled to Nevada before turning himself in where he confessed his role to FBI interviewers there. Georgia officials, however, declined to request Jackson's extradition, and he was pressured into recanting his confession. El Amin was not allowed his choice of attorneys, was denied proper discovery, or the chance to present evidence of his innocence at trial, and the jury pool was purged of those most likely to recall his civil rights work of the 60s. Blatantly framed, Imam Jamil El Amin was sentenced to life in prison, where his false conviction, his status as a prominent Muslim leader, and his 40 years' work in the service of human liberation made him Georgia's most high-profile political prisoner, although he was confined to a tiny cell 23 hours of every day. In 2007, when local and international pressure began building in earnest for a new trial and his release from solitary confinement, Georgia prison officials spirited him away to federal custody, 1,400 miles away, in the federal supermax prison at Florence, Colorado, a living tomb, where conditions of enforced isolation and sensory deprivation are widely recognized as torture. This week, more than 200 who hunger and thirst for justice gathered on the steps of Georgia's state capitol 
to demand justice for Imam Jamil El-Amin, his return to Georgia for a new trial, and his eventual freedom. The next time we come back here, declared Mari Salakhan of the Peace Through Justice Foundation, we can fill these steps, this street. We can, we must, and we will. Brother Salakhan is correct, of course. We can and we must create the public pressure that ultimately leads to justice for our political prisoner, Imam Jamil El-Amin. Only time will tell if we will. Instead of retweeting and Facebooking phony Coney 2012 propaganda to each other, we should be raising awareness of and demanding justice for Imam Jamil El-Amin. Let's make some of that happen. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. With DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. Peace to the homie Barack. Peace to DJ Cam One. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. DJ Fusion. Peace to K Chromosome. The first name basis. At the end of the day, all I want is peace of mind. This life might not be the best, but at least it's mine. Tonight, I can't tell you everything is fine. But at the end of the day, all I want is peace of mind. Hey, miss, I've never been famous, but you might know me from my role as one of your friend's favorites. Aimless, hope I'm taking the pull. If there's a bill for the thrill, I'ma pay it in full. I'm nothing if not willing to square my debts with those who deserve credit and share my steps. So stressed if the footprints are solitary, while good sense is necessary, good friends are voluntary. Who's down for the cause and effect? Follow the scent from hard to accept, the modern resent. All I got left is karmic content in this heart-shaped box that was carved in my chest. It bleeds even when frozen by brain freeze So I tease leads and once out of my main squeeze Break free from the illusion of safety Thank me by allowing me to do my thing and say At the end of the day, all I want is peace of mind This life might not be the best, but at least it's mine Tonight, I can't tell you everything is fine But at the end of the day, all I want is peace of mind I can hear the broke clock ticking, so I get suited and watch robot chicken. Ignore the dance floor roadblock rhythm. They hype on hypnotism, so I don't rock with them. They got their own thing. I let my phone ring. Create a smoke screen, cut a rug with coke beans. The alternative ain't Pepsi. Returning with Bernie's word is courtesy of C's. Respect me. This is the bridge, so let me inform y'all. I'm just a hornball breaking down the fourth wall. A sad sack with a bad back Who for some reason gets the last laugh When it comes to rap Minor celebrity Lacking integrity Everything is anything Negative, positive energy okay. I could get pseudo-intellectual Just to let you know Fools can fake it in the flow So Don't believe everything you hear And hopefully we'll still be together in a year Fam, fans, and friends Beyond that's beyond me I go by C's mics Thanks for singing along At peace. the end of the day All I want is peace of mind 
This life might not be the best, but at least it's mine. Tonight, I can't tell you everything is fine. But at the end of the day, all I want is peace of mind. Peace to my brother, J-Bomb Beat. Peace to Max Beats. Peace to Sage Francis. Peace to Storm Davis. Peace to Desmatic and Duke Computer. Peace to the homie Carnage. Peace to Christoph Crane and Crush Kill Records. Peace to Brady. Peace to Sadistic. Peace to Cubby Bear. Peace to Slug. Peace to Artemis. Peace to Tamu. Peace to Kathy. Rest in peace to Idea. And most importantly, peace to you. Unless you didn't buy this record. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse. Yeah, yeah. Smoking an Escabano, guzzle my second bottle. Hope I don't catch a homo. Gross and I net, simultaneously making me climb higher. Heinous crimes behind me. Search but can't find me. Fuck sadness. Had this been you having this lavish habitual happiness at me, you wouldn't look back. Would you would have sex on condominium roof decks? So anyone move next, I hit you with two texts. Rocking Roberto Cavalli, no show, no convertible. Mazi, my Colombiana, mommy riding beside me. Every tap means something. That's my word on my body. I have to leave something with them. Shotty. My niggas is ignorant, put lead in your pigment Just cause y'all was mad at all the years I was getting it And 9, 7 to 6, 9, 8 to Bentley Now it's the ghost phantom, and y'all can't stand them but With a square top pocket that snaps Where the gas at? Pass that, not you You hold cracks in your ass crack I never did that My socks where my stats was at Yo, I used to listen to that Red Alert and Rap Attack I fell in love with all that poetry I mastered that Cut school with Prime Team and Fat Cat was at Future not crystal clear yet Back a rat, now I'm the one who rapping Queens Way beyond your wildest dreams Bottles on bottles with sparklers Surround my team That long cash get the baddest bitches out they jeans 20 years in this game looking 17 I don't lean no codeine, promethazine I just blow green, pick which bitch to bless the king Although he's on to another chapter Heavy D gave his beat to Salon for me to rapture Yeah, yeah, New York is like an island A big Rikers Island, the cops be out wildin' Hear is sirens, it's all about surviving. Same old two step, try to stay alive with. They be out robbing, I've been out rhyming. Since born knowledge, like Prophet Muhammad said, it ink from a scholar, worth more than the blood of a martyr. So I'ma keep it on till I see a billion dollars. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Love model chokes mommy popping like she poster. Eyes red shot like I'm never sober. Big time smoker, Indonesia doja. Many means you can hold up before you end up with up from my soldier. Under fire, I remain on some conscience. This for every ghetto in the hood. Now's a Don, super cat, the Don Dada. Understood. Yeah. 
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Like it was 1986. Yeah, I'm back. Big 
To Media Minutes, I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. The digital divide in the U.S. is creating a massive chasm between the broadband haves and have-nots. A recent study shows a widening gap between Internet adopters across the nation. Although broadband subscribership increased in many states from 2008 to 2010, the study found that 40% of households nationwide do not have a broadband connection. The states that are least connected also tend to be the poorest. John Dunbar is managing editor at the Center for Public Integrity and co-wrote the study with the investigative reporting work. I think the most striking thing of all, though, was that this income divide has become even more clear, particularly in the South. Mississippi had the lowest subscriber rate at 35 percent, along with a $36,850 median income. Other low subscribing states include Alabama, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and West Virginia. Wealthier states where median incomes are over $60,000 ranked near the top. We really are separating into two worlds when it comes to broadband, which is the super users, people who really spend more than $100 plus on their wireless devices so they can download high-definition movies versus this kind of broadband underclass, which may have access to it, but culturally may not understand the importance of it and just doesn't have the disposable income to spend to use it. That's a much nastier problem than straight access. Dunbar said broadband has become more and more of a necessity as people increasingly rely on the Internet to apply to college, look for jobs, and do their work. He says the lack of broadband entrenches poverty. So people who do have good access, good connections, and good speed will continue to do better in society, and people who do not will just be left further and further behind. Dunbar says the problem isn't access to broadband, but something that's more difficult to fix, convincing non-adopters that broadband is essential and then actually making it affordable. I think that those actually are solvable problems. You know, the challenge is coming up with a coherent policy and strategy for attacking those problems and really recognizing that that is the primary problem. I hope, you know, this report will at least get people to start to pay attention to, you know, this fact of it's not about access, dummy, it's about adoption. To read the report, visit iwatchnews.org. The city of Albuquerque pulled the plug on longtime public access channel operator, quote, unquote, with little regard for city protocol, and many in the community are crying foul. Quote, unquote's contract was not up for renewal, but according to a city ordinance, the operator must undergo periodic reviews to iron out any problems that the cable franchise and hearing board identifies. 
Mayor Richard Berry circumvented the board and appointed an ad hoc committee to review quote-unquote's performance. Quote-unquote's executive director, Steve Ranieri, was unaware of any problems. Well, they never discussed with us anything that wasn't working right or nothing. We asked for meetings. They wouldn't give them to us. The committee, which put the contract out to bid, criticized quote-unquote for being too involved in the community and loading its submission for bid with too much information. Yes, you heard that correctly. The committee chose a curious replacement. A company unknown in the community with no experience in actual television broadcasting that was wait for it, the highest bidder. The company, Public, had been awarded Albuquerque's educational access channel over a year ago, but has yet to produce a single program for it. In fact, there's no mention of the educational channel on Public's website. In contrast, quote-unquote's website includes its programming schedule, training schedules, and other information for the public. In an attempt to make sense of the decision, Ranieri requested public records about public access and got over 1,500 pages of documents. Amongst those records are a number of emails back and forth between this U public group and people at the city who are driving this whole thing. And you can see that they were just pretty much had thought about this and made up the decision to do this back as far as the fall of 2010. So what's really going on here? One reason for the switch to Public has to do with content. They do want to control speech in this town. They object to some of the programming. They object to the opinions of the people in the community. They object to the fact that we put Democracy Now! on every day at 9 a.m. Meanwhile, support for quote-unquote is building. The cable board asserted its authority and recommended it be awarded the contract for the public access channel. The community has responded with letters, calls, and visits to city officials in support of quote-unquote. The city council is scheduled to vote on who will get the contract April 2nd. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
commentary from all over.
What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects, y'all. The Jump Off, your hottest daily dose of entertainment and college news, brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And on today's show, we sit down with the winner of the 2011 Carolina Idol, the pride and joy of Charlotte, North Carolina, Lamont Starr. His debut single, Float Away, is getting rave reviews and impacting radio nationally, and he will break down the concept of his hot new single. And we will talk Cayenne Pepper. One of the greatest health secrets in the world. Throw the black pepper out, y'all. Did you know black pepper takes five years to digest? And in some cases, it will never go through your digestive tract. And type 2 diabetes is a preventable disease. So why then are Americans leading the world in type 2 diabetes cases? We will go after that all right here next. Don't you move on direct effects. Movies and television don't show what it's really like being an officer in the U.S. Army. Major Miles Kagans confronts these misconceptions all the time. Many people imagine army life is the way that they see it on Hollywood movies. That you're crawling through the mud with bullets flying overhead and some sergeant yelling profanities at you. That's simply not the case. During my time as an army officer, I've been a leader. I've been the one giving directions to people. Major Kagans doesn't sugarcoat it. He says being an army officer is hard work, but it's hard work that gives you a reward you can't get anywhere else. The reward of being a leader from day one. If you're the kind of person who's doing student government, if you're on a sports team, if you're the one who people rally around, then being an army officer is for you. It's an option that anybody should consider if they like being part of a team and if they like leading that team. That's the difference between being an Army officer and your average everyday civilian. Lead the way to a stronger future as an officer in the U.S. Army. Visit GoArmy.com officer. There's strong and then there's Army strong. I'm in studio with Lamont Starr, winner of the 2011 Carolina Idol. Now, this brother came from the streets of Charlotte, North Carolina, to the national stage. Float Away is his debut single, and I think everybody can relate to stress on their shoulders at one time or another. Now, here's Lamont Starr breaking down the concept of his hot new single, Float Away. Well, uh, where Float Away really came from, I mean, you know, I was going through a little time, back, you know, back in the day when, um, uh, I, well, well, I think a lot of people said I think go through a little hard times or whatnot, man, and, uh, I was sitting up there just going through it and kind of kind of a somewhat of like a depression in those phase, you know what I mean? So um, I sat up there and just wrote a song about it. That's what I do normally uh, whenever I sit up there and I uh, get a feeling to, uh, you know what I'm saying, write something that's really, really heavy on my mind. So I tried to write something that was kind of relatable that everybody, I think everybody can relate to, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I think most people grow, go through what I was talking about with Float Away, you know what I mean? It's just a time where people just want to like, get all that stress off they you know what I'm saying, off their mind, their shoulders, you know what I mean, and just want to just, at some point, you know what I mean, people just want to just get away from it all, you know what I mean, so, yeah, that's, that's the reason why I wrote that song, and that's where Float Away came from. Lamont stars the name, Float Away is the debut single, visit facebook.com, front slash Lamont Star, Reverb Nation, front slash Lamont Star, and youtube.com, the real Lamont Star, and don't forget twitter.com, superstar LS, much continued success, brother. Cayenne pepper is one of the world's best-kept secrets right under your nose. What are some of the health benefits of cayenne pepper, you ask? Cayenne can do everything from kill cancer cells in the prostate, lungs, and pancreas. It's also known to immediately stop a heart attack within 30 seconds. 
Cayenne pepper increases metabolism by immediately influencing your blood pressure. It's nothing short of amazing all the known health benefits of cayenne. The positive effects on the circulatory system is amazing as it feeds the vital element into the cell structure of capillaries, veins, arteries, and helps adjust the blood pressure to normal levels. Yes, cayenne pepper is used to curb high blood pressure, and considering heart disease is the number one killer in America, this is significant. Toss the black pepper out and add cayenne pepper to your diet today. It's important to keep your blood sugar levels controlled because when too much sugar stays in your blood for a long time, it can damage blood vessels and nerves. Much of the food we eat is turned into sugar in the blood for our bodies to use as energy. A hormone produced by the pancreas called insulin helps sugar in our blood get into the cells of our body. If you're consuming too many sugary foods and drinks and your body does not produce enough insulin, blood sugar can't get into your cells and instead stays in your blood, raising your blood sugar levels and causing type 2 diabetes. There are some things you can do to prevent or maintain type 2 diabetes, like maintaining a healthy weight, exercising regularly, eating a balanced diet including whole grains, nuts, plenty of fruits and vegetables, and limit saturated fats, alcohol, sugary foods, soft drinks, and processed red meat. Good luck. Most people don't know about all the career options they'll have as an officer in the U.S. Army, so they don't consider it an option. Captain Kendrick Forrester used to be one of those people. I was that 18, 19-year-old that had no intentions of joining the Army. I wanted to go to college, you know, I wanted to be an engineer, and I didn't think the Army had anything for me. But like other soldiers, when Captain Forrester compared the options and training he had as an Army officer with the opportunities his friends had, he knew joining was the best decision. I had peers that went into engineering, I had peers that went into business or, or into marketing, and they all started at the bottom and, you know, they're making copies or trying to learn as they go along. We're going to put you in a position from day one and say you're in charge of 40 people, millions of dollars of equipment, and we want you to go out there and do this mission. There's no other organization like that. Zero. Make your future even stronger as an officer in the U.S. Army. Visit GoArmy.com officer to find out how. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Snitches ain't but pros and tricks. Snitch, snitches ain't but pros and tricks. Snitches Straight out of the streets of Compton. YG is a sure bet if you're looking for that real truck music. Snitches ain't but pros and tricks. Snitches ain't. Snitches ain't featuring Tiger, Nipsey Hussle, and Snoop Dogg is one of the hottest records on the street right now and dominating the airwaves nationally. YG's blazing hot new single, Snitches Ain't, is available now at idjmusic.com or itunes.com front slash YG. Dang Mickey, uh, got a main, but I don't need her. Hey, Tony, gotta pop a pop. Join the Black University Radio Network as we pump up YG's street anthem, Snitches Ain't. Available now for download at idjmusic.com or itunes.com front slash YG. Follow YG at twitter.com front slash Def Jam YG. For all your videos, tour information, and photos, Island Def Jam Records, where music lives. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. That's front slash Black College. And visit us. You can reach us at www.burn1.biz. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. And I'm going.
gentlemen, you are now witnessing Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
listening to Fusebox Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. There's a lot of people in the world today. And it seems to me like everybody in the world is talking about some kind of power. They talk about black power, brown power, white power, and green power. But there's a power that I talk about. It's love power. And the power of love.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
right here on the Fusebox Radio. Listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Shame. 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
souls are made of desire. From far away as Jupiter saw the
agree. It's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.